You're listening to Quickies with My Animates, satirical reviews of manga, anime, and webtoons. We don't condone listening to this podcast. Listener's discretion advised. Visit our subreddit at r slash myanimates for more. Oh, Fanny. Fanny. Where are you, Fanny? Oh, man. Whatever she could be. Fanny! Oh, my so loud. Bubble is always too loud. Willie. Fanny, I can't find her anywhere. Where do you think Fanny could be? I can't find Fanny anywhere, Dolphin. I think, well, since Marbles is down that way. Fanny! Being loud as ever. There's one place we haven't checked. (gasps) Mama's room. Yeah, let's go check out Mama's room. Okay. Wow, it's so dark in here. I'm going to go look under Baba's bed. Yeah, go check under Mama's bed and see. Crap, y'all, I'm stuck. Be careful, Willie. I'm trying to pull out. (gasps) Don't worry. Willie, look, Mama has a chest. Let's go check out Mama's chest. Come, Come, Willie. I'm coming. Willie, come. Willie, come. Come. Willie. I finally finally came. Hey, have you guys seen Fanny in here? Shut up, Marbles. What? Because Mama will hear you. Wait. Where's your helmet? I got it, Chief. Mom, Mama's gonna spank us if if she sees us in here. We better hurry. You're right, Willie. And we have to go through Mama's chest right now. And what a nice chest Mama <laughs> has. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whoa, yeah, yeah, hey, high fives, whoa. Out of my way, nerds. Out of my way, like yeah. Yeah. careful, Marbles. I wanna look first. Oh, it's a chain. It's heavy. Marbles, you're gonna hurt yourself. Be it's careful. It's not that bad. Ah, put it down. Okay. Let's see what else we got in here. Oh, there's a collar in here. Whoa, what are you oh, That's collar? weird. Hold on, wait. There's a tag, you guys. What's that? It says, It'll say it's Daddy's Little Angel. Nah, oh. I'm Mommy's Little Angel. Give me that. No, yeah. Marbles. Oh, no, no, no. Take it off. Take it off. Let it go, Marbles. Oh, what is that? It's a bird. Oh, it's a chicken. Oh, he's back. Chicken. He's gonna. He's back in everything. I'm gonna call stop holding him. Stop choking him. He's dying. Stop choking the chicken. Oh, choking the chicken. You're oh, put it down. Put it down. Well, okay. What uh, else is item. in here? Oh. See, it's a pro wrestling nut cup. Whoa. No way. And it's signed by Bobby Big Balls. I didn't know Mama was a fan. Hey, there's something else in the box. Look, it, it, Mama's a doctor. Look at all these needles. Oh, Watch fucking Marbles shit. again. Yeah. Uh, marbles, where are your gloves? I told you, they got itchy. Oh, look at this. It's a hip report. A hip report? I wonder what that means. Ah, uh, it must be her doctor's certificate. Marbles, you're not even wearing your shoes. Where are your shoes? I said they got itchy! Well, well now you did it, Marbles. M- M- Mama's coming. Quickly, everybody. Stop everything back into M- M- Mama's b- box. Way to go, Marbles. Look what you did. Oh, no. Just quickly stop everything back in Mama's okay. chest. I'm, I'm shoving shit back in Mama's box. Here Put it goes, in right there. in the box. Oh, she's coming. She's getting closer. <gasps> Mama's here. What are you little maggots doing in my room? <laughs> uh, hey, Mama, uh, we we were just looking for Fanny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mama, <coughs> we love you. Ah, cut the shit! What do you got there in your hands? Um, um, Mama, look! This must be my baby soother. Shut the fuck up, Marbles, and put down Mama's fun plug. Yeah, Marbles, shut up. Yeah, Mama said suck it. Yeah, Marbles, shut. Oh. Don't you little. 
ingrown hairs tell father about mama's chest or a spankings <coughs> in order. <coughs> uh, I'm hungry. Perfect. I'll make you kids a meal like I did for Fanny. A kid's meal. <laughs> Hello. 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 And welcome to our show. We are your animates, and this is a quickie with the promised Neverland. And uh, this time we're bringing you something special from the pages of Shonen Jump, home to series like One Piece and Naruto and many, many others. Very special. It's called The Promised Neverland. So Ah, imagine imagine Neverland Ranch, (laughs) uh, a perfect paradise where kids can be kids and have fun with each other. Uh, But instead of Uncle Butt Touch, imagine a middle-aged woman who every kid calls Mama. Is she their mother? We don't know. Does she have a nice chest? Fuck yeah, she does a pie! Oh yeah! yeah. Emma, Norman, and Ray are the three oldest kids in an orphanage where there is so much love, plenty of food, a giant family, an orphanage where everyone is adopted by age 12 at the very latest, no matter what. Now the thing we love the most about this show is how they tell the story. You just get so invested in what's going on and the tension and figuring out what the mystery is, it all escalates at once and it deals with some like pretty dark themes from the beginning, including physical violence. So, if you want to go in blind, consider watching the first episode before listening to this podcast. My little fanimates, look who came back to mama. If you think you can handle spoilers from the first episode and only the first episode, then keep listening. But if you can't, then what the fuck are you maggots still doing here? (laughs) (coughs) Basically, (coughs) what this cussy elephant skin wench is trying to say is that in order for us to do a meaningful review of any kind, we're gonna have to spoil at least the first episode, I know, which reveals one of the main mysteries of the show. Just know that we're all gonna recommend it highly if you're up for that. Am I right, you guys? Yup, this one rocks. Welcome to the show. The anime, which is what we're going to be focusing on most, is an original story by serialized in Weekly Shonen Jump. Now, the genre I would describe more like a a dystopic, science fiction-y, fantasy, dark fantasy thriller mystery series that really keeps you on the edge of your ma-fucking seat. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Sedge, I think you're bringing up some childhood trauma with that spanking. You should probably stop that because I want to escape this room like the way they're escaping that house. You know that Gracefield house? You guys know what I'm talking about? Yep, so they live in Gracefield house. Uh, and there's lots of good stuff about the house, right? Right, guys? Yeah, like, fantastic. Food. Sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. So there's a lot of, yeah, speaking of bad stuff, every kid has a brand. A number branded into their face. Kind of like Hitman. Weird, huh? Oh, I like it. It's tattooed as, you know, it's like, it's Hitman. But it's like a number, and and the whole time you're like, what the hell is that? And and the numbers are even the episode titles. So it's like... I like that connection, what they do. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting. And and the kids are also, like, tested. Yeah, regularly. Like, regularly, and it's, like, complicated. 
and you wonder why are these kids being put through so much rigorous testing these poor little orphan kids that are barely even some of them aren't even like uh at a preschool they're like four or five years old going through like hardcore tests and like why are they given a score who cares it's just very strange and uh the kids predictably have never seen the outside world Right, so so they get together, like I guess, on recess and uh, go and play games out with each other. And in this giant forest, which is really beautifully drawn, and right? the kids are all ages, from like what, from four to twelve. Twelve is like the oldest, and there are three that are eleven. So eleven is the oldest. Okay, and then so the, the younger kids look up to the older kids. Yeah, and, and they all help, and they they run the house together. And Mama's so sweet, and and Mama. Mama has just one rule. Don't go past the fence by the edge of the forest. Seriously. Yeah, I mean, just don't do it. One it's rule. one rule. The cardinal rule. Yeah, it's do like... Do not go past the How many rules fence? are there? Like, one. your life is perfect. Why would you not listen? Mm, so, yeah, they go past the fence because it's only, like, three feet tall. And they're, like, obviously curious Georges because they're kids. And they're sprinting through this forest, you guys. Oh, man. And what do they hit? The Trump wall. Oh, ha, ha, ha. savvy political oh, reference. Yes, yeah. uh, it's tremendous. It's a tremendous wall. It's mm. it's it's actually very imposing. Like, Make orphanage is great again. Other than the fact that you feel like you're pretty much living in a giant Neverland prison, you know, life is good. You know, yeah. like, Mama loves you. You got yeah. recess playing with all the kids. You're recess a big family. Is awesome. You got food in your belly. You got a roof over your head. Your man. tummy like, is full. Literally, I think the only downside is that every once in a while, one of the kids has to leave because they get adopted yeah and and it's really heartbreaking for the kids like they don't even get letters back from them even though they all which is curious very very curious curious. because they all promise to send letters home don't they oh but what comes back an empty satchel with no letters in it yes not a single one twixt the breasts of fate yes okay moving on twixt Uh, the thighs of destiny little connie gets adopted and she has to leave yeah. So Mama grabs her by the hand and leads her out through the forest. She gets all dressed up and so cute. She's wearing a little suit and she has her suitcase and, like, doesn't want to leave. Little and business everybody. shoes. Everybody's crying. But she leaves behind her bunny. And <gasps> Norman and Emma see it and decide to go after Connie to give her bunny back. Because it's her favorite fucking bunny and have a, yeah. have a heart. Imagine you left your playboy behind. Yeah. A little cinnamon heart. Speaking of monsters, they follow and to their horror when they get to the front gate what do they spy a truck a truck and a gateway and a gateway a mysterious flickering of light in the background yes and an ominous dripping sound dropping down no it's ominous you're a goddamn moron uh fair enough yeah thanks uh so connie they find her and the thing is she's dead so in just one scene the characters have their world flipped on its head when they see these giant, horrific monsters working with Mama to harvest kids. This is a farm. And, like, from that point, it all becomes about the escape and, like, trying to figure out a way out. And, the, and it's so compelling, it's amazing. You could call it it's Monster so- Rancher. Um, I don't know if it's quite on the same, <laughs> yeah, yeah, same no. way. They kind of work with the monsters on there, where the monsters are kind of just putting oregano like, on the children. Yeah, it's like kid, or maybe, kitty, kitty rancher. Would they put pesticides on the kids? It's just like, psst, just start spraying the kids <gasps> in the face. Oh, God! 
gotta keep you clean. It's called shots. You know something that you shots. Know, I'm down. All right, anti vaxxers All right, shut use. up, shut up. So now that uh, we've painted you a picture of what this is all about, let's talk a little bit about how the picture was painted for us in uh, the anime because it was quite beautiful. I think we were all the very, art. very impressed. And and to give you an idea. Uh, the colors especially reminded me of like Hunter Hunter. Do you guys agree? Absolutely. Like I was trying to think for the fans to what to compare this to, and every single time it was Hunter Hunter. It was definitely like Hunter, but with a with a with a plainer color palette. And I think it was more comparable to the beginner beginning of Hunter. Yeah. Than the towards the end. I agree. With with, with the uh, character designs and stuff, they were plainer at the beginning of Hunter. They were plainer uh, in this. And the characters are very expressive. Especially in, like, the deep emotions. Uh, like, the way the light hits their face and creates that dark shadow on their eyes. And yeah, very expressive. The eyes get a lot more detailed when it's, like, when they're playing. something bad's going yeah. on or when they're thinking really hard. or It's, it's pretty gorgeous, uh, all things told. And the animation quality has these, like, spikes sometimes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Where it gets really, really good. It goes, it goes, like, from, like, 60 FPS to, like... It does just words and nobody's moving, not even their lips. They're just kind of looking at each other. Which I mean, it, it, it's I don't I don't particularly hate that myself. Uh, I'm more impressed at, at when it gets really good because it's like in other animes when it gets really good. Like think if you've seen Naruto, think of like some of the Naruto fights were out of nowhere. All of a sudden the animation's amazing and they're doing all this crazy choreography and stuff. This is like they do that, but it's for their facial expressions only. Like like you get all this emotion. The whole picture all together, like, with the music, captures it beautifully. Yeah. The music's really nice. They did a good job. Like, I love the whole soundtrack. It's, like, symphony of some sort, but, like... And and they use silence really well. So, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of a comparison, but I can't. Basically, just long stretches where, where it's the sounds the kids are hearing, the sounds of the house, and they're having their conversations, and it's it's can be really impactful. But when the music comes on... Ooh, baby, you better you better be careful, cause your heart gonna go for a ride. There is there's there's another anime that it's really comparable to. I think for coloring wise, color palette wise, it was definitely a lot like Hunter. But when it comes to the build, like the characters' uh, phys physiques and everything like that, it was actually a lot like Digimon with the blocky heads and the really spaced out eyes and the kind of weirdly. Uh, uh, Disney style uh, noses. Yeah, I, I see. I see that in their faces for sure. Mm. I like Digimon. Uh, digital monsters. Beep, Digimon boop, fighting boop, champions. Boop, boop. My buddy hates it because I always sing it wrong. Really? <laughs> Change into <laughs> females. One of our fan mates will hate it. Have too. wardrobes, but yeah, definitely it's it, it's like that. But it it's just like it's it's an older Digimon's an older anime. So I mean, the it's not a direct versions. comparison. I did yeah, check. Yeah, yeah. I did check out what you said about that and I, uh, about how they compare. And somewhat, I some can parts, see. Some parts, yeah. And not totally. So don't take that mm. fully. So, in. but despite the fact that like sometimes the animation drops, like we were saying, and and uh, things get a little plainer, there's still a lot of detail. Like anytime they're outside, like the backgrounds are just like beautiful. And when they're in the house, there's like. Uh, chore wheels on the walls and it, it feels like a place that's lived in and that's because of how they draw it with such attention to, and this, to detail. This quick <laughs> like I said. is mostly about the anime but I have to mention about the art style compared to the manga. Yeah, the manga is also really good. We, we, yeah, go, Incredibly go different. What I'm trying to say is that 
like when you read the manga, you will see that it's inconsistent with the characters and uh, how they look. Where the anime is always on top of that, yeah. and they capture it with with the coloring, the shading, and, it's, and the expressions that they show in dire moments. I know, like, and most people think that anime is always better compared to the manga, which is not true. Always all the, the case. Time. Yeah, this is a really good not example. This. So one other thing I wanted to say was that the background, the it was the background it, art you mean yeah the background art was plain it wasn't uh it didn't have a lot of uh, knickknacks and fantasy things on them whereas uh you would see them in 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 like fairy tale or whatever but each individual panel of the backgrounds that uh that cinematically reveal themselves to you were richly detailed i think so too the art was absolutely beautiful even better than some of the characters a lot of the times well the characters didn't have that much to them they all had like kind of a weird quirk to them like emma had her chocobo little hair flip up uh, Ray had his hair over his eye. Norman had his, that always that one piece of hair that's like a half moon on the side of his head. But I still think they done them well. They didn't need to be de- super detailed, but the backgrounds like popped. Absolutely, uh, and, and and combine that with uh, the timely used music. The music's timing was always used perfectly. It wasn't sitting. Yeah, really good. Built the tension so well. It wasn't sitting throughout. Like, there wasn't background music playing melodically through the entire anime. There would be dead silence. Yeah. To make build the tension. And and Hunter did that too, I found as well. Oh, yeah. And that's why I find it compares a lot to it. All right, it's time to wrap up our look at the production values. I, Sedge, will be giving this an 8.5 out of 10. I highly recommend it. It's beautifully done. Beautifully done. I, Spankinator, will only give this a 7. And I, Johnny Bean, I'm going to give this an 8.7. What? What the fuck? You're not I said gonna... an 8.7. You guys fucking deaf? I said you, an 8.7. You're not going to naked Is this some jump sort of start your joke? nipples Is with he... a cable? What are you talking about? I don't do that shit. Yeah, well, this is fine. I just gave my score. You're not going to close your testicles in a jar of this? Don't. You're not gonna you're not gonna jump off a balcony doing a backflip into a pool of, of spaghetti noodles so this. Freaking you're silly, not guys. gonna piccolo solar beam cannon for your shit like that. This. Can we just con- you're, you're continue not gonna, on with the show? You're not gonna uh, j- dive under a desk okay, and, well, and slip and slide down anywhere. a hill into a vat of, of acid. You're this not with gonna a... parachute hand glide this into a volcano erupting up a sedge's butthole with a bottle pencil. rocket. See, there he is. There you go. I got him. Got him. You got me. <laughs> All right. So enough of this. Enough of your shenanigans, boys. It's time to talk about the writing uh, and and the glorious characters. So as glorious. we as we had sort of hinted at, there are these three main characters, Norman, uh, Emma, and Ray. They're all 11, and they have perfect scores in the testing that we mentioned, right? And then there's a few other kids like Phil, who's like four and adorable, Gilda and Dawn, who are like married and they're 10 years old. It's kind of cute. Uh, and they're like then, the side main characters, like, Dawn and Gilda. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say that, that Gilda was his side bay after Connie. He seemed pretty upset when Connie left. There was Connie, oh, who got locked in the back upset. of a hot pickup truck. Yeah, left a little too long. And then there's the main antagonists. You're not, not going to say anything about that? I was going to say, she looked. Connie looked like a Raggedy Ann doll. Just like, when she, she used was... and abused by Aye, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Oh. It come from Neverland <laughs> Ranch. <laughs> we were trying to be all subtle and shit. Yeah, 
a little too forward. Uh, but speaking of uh, horrific monsters, Mama's pretty bad, right? And then there are these uh, like literal monsters that you only get a, a quick look at um, at the end of the first episode and, and are kind of central to the whole thing. They're very mysterious. And there's a lot more we could say because the, the manga's way, way, way ahead of the anime on this. But uh, we're not going to because we love you. I'm actually really excited to talk about the, the plot and the characters because... Oh, man. After watching that first season, that blew me away. I literally read up to date of the manga within a week, like 100 chapters, because it captured me so well. Johnny V is not the only person to have had this reaction. I've introduced a bunch of people to this, and they all immediately started reading it and couldn't couldn't hold themselves. Including I, Spanky, who was encapsulated by this amazingly detailed, deep deep story i believe the words you're looking for is suppository suppository i think that the suppository goes in the other hole so i guess you like encapsulated it right up your bunghole then that's fine so i i love the writing um it's one of my favorites in a long time in terms of the quality of the writing so a good example is that this is centered around kids right so if the kids weren't believable if they didn't act like children like, you wouldn't give so much of a shit. It would feel, like, really melodramatic, the, the whole, oh, no, they're going to get eaten. Why do I care? But the kids are, like, realistic. They're, like, innocent and playful and adorable, and they behave like children would. If you have any experience with children, you'll be like, yeah, okay. Yeah, those are kids. Really well-behaved kids, but those are definitely kids. And in the same sense, it kind of gives me a feeling of, like, the death note, like, outsmarting each other. And, like, how are these kids outsmarting like the mother and trying to escape this place but i also you also have to put in perspective you you have some trouble with your words there partner i can recommend you bob's big brain pills i i used to be bobby big balls but now i'm bobby big brain ever since my ball done popped now he needs testosterone patches (laughs) anyways i definitely agree with johnny v where the mystery of of death note is really captured here and the strategic planning of Death Note is really captured here. Uh, maybe not the animation is not exactly the same, but it definitely gives you a humongous, uh, uh, reminiscent feel of, of watching a good episode of that. And the characters are, there's so much time and energy and thoughtfulness put into their, the way they think, the yeah, way they and act. Des- yep, describing their thinking. It's, it's similar to Hunter x Hunter in that respect, if you've seen that one where the narrator will go into detail, except instead of the narrator, you just, you hear them speaking out loud about their thoughts and feelings a lot, and it's like, whoa, you are still kids, but you are very intelligent kids. And the writing's effective too, because they fuck you with the with the, the cliffhangers. They have so many cliffhangers. Every time they answer one mystery, they give you three or four more mysteries. And that's why I kept reading. I just wanted to know what the hell these kids are gonna do and how they're gonna get out of their situations, because after the first season, it's like a big turn. Oh, point. yeah. There's there's things... I mean, it's amazing. The first season is some of the best story writing I've, I've seen in, in the manga medium in, in a long time. And now the anime medium. But I couldn't be happier. And I, let's not go any further without talking about Mama. Because she is one of the most well-written villains I think I've encountered in a long time. Because she's super sympathetic in a lot of ways. Even though she's at her core an evil bitch. Well, you don't know if she's really the mama that they want her to be, or she's just a person that's just farming these kids. Or well, just trying to survive. Well, it's uh, oh, you, it's hard to tell, I'm but what no you queen. do know is that she's I been... No stop. 
acting like she loves these I kids, and she team. takes one of them to be killed. You can shut. You always want to <laughs> fuck with me. Boy, don't make me come over there. So, yeah, she has a very strong presence in every scene she's in, uh, and she's, like, just terrifying. Especially once you understand what the stakes are and you can see what she's capable of. Lastly, while we're on the topic of characters in the plot, I really want to go over our three main characters because they are the biggest part of our story. Emma, Ray, and Norman. Ray's my favorite. I love him. Yeah, you would like Ray because he's he's pretty cool. Gutsy. He's so gutsy (laughs) and cool. He really is, and he's super smart. And he's emo, just like you were in your teens. Yes, before I got introduced to... I remember that <laughs> mullet you had, uh, like it was yesterday. I, I have a mullet and a bowl cut at the same time. Figure that on out. Your, on your uh, for your for your pubic hair. That's pretty bad. I'm like pretty so, much like a turtle with a long tail. So Emma's your like normal main character, like your 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 uh, very stereotypical shonen. She's she's like a dumbass a bit, and she's like super innocent and straightforward, kind of like Naruto. She's pretty much Naruto she's been, to well, me personally. At least I think so. Yeah, there's a lot of similarities similarities there from the power of friendship and can't leave anybody behind. Yeah, well, one thing that really stood out and uh, the author did great job of is the innocence these children each have at the beginning of it. You watch them slowly lose this innocence, uh, not just as, as, as people, but as children and see how these type of news affects different people and who is strong in certain ways and wh- how their personalities really develop as each individual character like, becomes aware of certain circumstances. They already are like a family, and the bonds that they grow are even greater as they work harder together to get the fuck out of that place. So speaking of bonds, Norman is the second main character, and he's like this soft-spoken, really gentle-seeming guy, and he's totally in love with Emma, right? It would seem. Yeah. It's, he's, 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 he's crazy about her, and it's really cute because there there's nothing sexualized in the show at all, which is actually quite a breath of fresh air mm-hmm. um, compared to most stuff that we cover. Uh, dicks, butts, dicks, um, tits, ass. Mama's tits. Mama's tits, yeah. Despite the fact that we are such disgustingly raunchy human beings, this is not a very raunchy show. Uh, and, and Norman is also the smartest of the bunch, right? And he can do all sorts of crazy shit with that big old brain of his. They're a perfect trio to pretty much get almost out of any well, situation. What do you mean trio? Tell us about Ray. I like Ray. Yeah. You I forgot like Ray, about him. I like Rays of Light. I yeah. Like highlight Rays in your hair. Like Sting I like, Rays. I like I the like wrestler, Ray Mysterio. Oh, Whoa. junior or senior? Extreme senior. Ooh. Extreme senior. <laughs> He's like 90-something. He can, he can barely by himself it's really six one nine he 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 invented the number nine what since we're on the double backflip of ray mysterio jr's scoreboard let's get to our scoreboard okay so uh for this i am gonna have to just give it a nine the 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 writing is really really good i think very good characters an excellent villain uh tense pacing it's great great excellent even i spanky would definitely give this a nine but if it was the manga, I would have to give it a different score. But since we're just talking about that, that's my score. Is the nine. Okay, well, thanks for that. Yeah, Johnny V. I'm going to bite the pillow from Mama spanking this with an 8.334. Oh. There we oh, go. There Looks you like are. He's back. He's back. I like it. Back I like it. You took to your little vacation. Life. You got showed back up by us. to reality. So, Anyways. next topic. And now it's time for our secret sauce. Secret sauce. Secret sauce. Secret sauce. Which, for this 
Uh, for, for those of us um, who are the fans and not us talking like I am, whoa, I'm on the radio, Mom, look at me, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a giant star. This section is all about the thing that we think characterizes the manga, the anime, like, perfectly. If you're going to watch it, this is why you're going to watch it. It's for the secret sauce. It'll sprinkle in it's something special. It's the mysteries of the mis- life. It's the seven spice recipe from ch- Chicken McDeath Factory. Uh, uh, and anyway, so for us, we thought that the whole idea of escaping the house was the secret sauce of this because it's so tense. The moment that you learn that they are livestock and that they're being raised just to be killed, uh, it, it changes the whole thing. Especially when you realize how smart Mama is. They've like they've never beaten her at chess, uh, and you just get all these hints that she's chess. Really, really Mama's chess, what? Mama's chest. And also in regards to like they're fucking trapped. Yeah. It's like they don't. What is beyond the wall? There's a like, giant wall that they discover that surrounds the whole compound. Essentially, if they even get out. Are how are they going to survive? Where are they going to survive? What is it? Is it like mountains? Is it desert? Are, is it forest? Yeah. Are there people out there? Are the is is every human being in a farm? Like what? Like you just don't know, and it and it's terrifying. And as you see them try and prepare and get set back, it's it's really cool to watch. Like the whole situation. Uh, is completely unpredictable. It keeps you on the edge of your chair wondering what the hell's going to happen. And they lay shit on you so hard that you don't know how the hell they're ever going to bounce back from this. I remember watching this for the first time being like, how in the how in the hell are they going to fix this? They end the episodes well. <laughs> they do. Oh my god. It makes you want to watch the next one for sure. Oh. I actually had to save this anime till all the episodes built up because I couldn't do the freaking weekly wait. It was too tense. It was yeah. way too intense. It really it really gets you and keeps you right on the edge of your chair. And one of the really cool things which we are going to be following up on in a special Pillow Talk episode uh, when we can talk a little more freely and we don't have to worry about... Oh, the about one I bit? The one you bit, yeah. We're going to sit on... Wait, what? That was... Wait. <laughs> so, uh, I was trying to say that we, we're going to discuss the themes a little more, like the fact that the kids seem like panicked animals at a slaughterhouse and there's something going on about about you know criticizing the meat industry and it's really affecting and all all three of us sort of felt it a lot but we're not going to go really too did. much into it escaping the house is one big arc and i love it i think it's fucking awesome what are you doing you have no tools and you're 11 and there are monsters waiting outside for you yeah it, it like just like sedge said uh it definitely has an emotional ap- impact on you uh, when you view this i just had even me without us even discussing it thinking of of the meat industry and and how cruel uh we treat our livestock and our animals and stuff like that and um you know i i didn't eat veal sandwiches for like at least a month or two <laughs> I, <laughs> I couldn't even like, right back to it are we you monster who's the monster oh, now anyway so for the secret sauce based on the secret sauce alone i'm gonna slap it a 9.5 out of 10 highly recommended if that sounds at all appealing to you really really give it a look it's worth your time. I'm definitely going to give this another 9 out of 10 because this secret sauce, it's saucy. It's saucy. It. And sloppy. And on today's hot date, I'm going to chloroform lollipop you with an 8.99. Oh, I've never had a lollipop of that flavor. Just try it. Just it's give good. it a taste. I swear. Do you have one? It'll be the last thing you do. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a quickie with The Promise Neverland. Thank you for joining us. I'm Sedge. Thank you. I'm Spanky. And I'm Johnny B. And remember, kids, don't tell fat. You. 
Are you guys, are you guys not gonna interrupt me? Come on, it's the way you're looking at me. You're not gonna do anything. You're not gonna do nothing. Nothing. You're not gonna interrupt me. Nothing. You got nothing to say. Even Does listen it? to no, it. Well, you're looking at me like don't I'm fucking like some kind of gazelle, and you guys are tired, hiding in the grass, I'm lions, right now. tigers, yeah, I'm, I'm bears. I don't know. Nice oh, work, Spanx. Yeah, it's cool. 